Hello everyone, my name is Toyin and my name is Joan and this is Two Half Theories. Welcome to another episode of Two Half Stories. Today we're going to be focusing on feminism. Woo! <laughs> How unenthusiastic. Um, so there's been a lot of conversation on social media. I mean, this happened earlier in the month. I think it was brought about by the um, Shaito and Divanj rape allegations and then Sega Link got involved and then basically coined the term feminist coven and just started to I, I guess he woke up the people on social media who have been waiting to abuse feminists and <laughs> <laughs> he sort of became their leader the leader of their crew and now you know they're um, talking about the feminist coven the feminist hmm. witches so 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 and so Anyway, yeah, I think for us in this episode, we just want to really talk about how damaging that is um, to the movement and just also share some of our own stories. I think a good place to start, Juan, will be to just answer the question, where do these negative connotations come from about, like, feminism? Man, <laughs> honestly, I think it's just all propaganda. Because, like, historically... In a lot of different movements, including the feminist movement, um, I feel like when a movement is becoming more successful or about to be successful, there's always going to be like the oppressing, the opposing side, like pushing back with with misinformation, um, propaganda. So that's honestly what all this is because, like, how you just go wake up and start calling a group of people feminist witches? Like, <laughs> like what does that even mean? And there's so many of those stereotypes that kind of push people against feminism and, and kind of not help people understand what feminism is. Like people that call feminists man-hating or that they're all lesbians, that can't find husbands and they don't shave their <laughs> legs. <laughs> like things like that. Like they actually push people away. And you see, you find that some women um, and even men are turned off by feminism or the feminist movement because they don't want to be labeled as those things. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting that you say it's propaganda, but do you think feminists play any role in arming people with what they need for that propaganda? I mean, I feel like in a fight, there's always going to be people that take things to the extreme. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. Like in any movement, Nothing has been gotten done by just, you know, being silent and being peaceful. Like, there's always going to be people that are going to arm themselves and name themselves unpleasant things just to get things done. I I think that's what's present in the feminist movement, but we kind of need it. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's (laughs) like the women that are going out onto the road naked, and like opening their vagina <laughs> and talking about bleeding. Why did this happen? Ah, it happened though. I need to find the article and share it on our page so everybody can understand. Like there are obviously extremists out there, but <laughs> but obviously it's, you think it's it's, it's yeah, necessary. I think it's very necessary. And I mean, if, people to, if people are going to use it and take it to to say that the feminist movement is useless 
or that we're just like looking for attention, then it is what it is. You just have to understand what what feminism is. I know that we're fighting for every reason, to be honest. Yeah, I guess as long as we're making progress. I think for me, it's just, for me, what, what I find the most annoying or stressful about these negative connotations is how much it deters other people like i guess younger women because mm. you not even just younger women actually how it deters all women because yes. i feel like now like the younger generations are even sort of a little bit more woke for lack of a better word and they understand the importance but i think with a lot of older women there's like there's this view of well, all these things people are trying to do people are trying to be too liberal trying to be too this. right right um, you know, and they, they use words like you guys are too aggressive, you guys don't believe in marriage, you don't believe in the things that matter in life. They say all these kinds of things, and it's like, okay, it's interesting because there's so many women who have fought for you guys to be where you are today. And really, the only thing you should be doing is fighting for the younger people that are coming behind you. Like, I don't see why I don't see why you let all these negative connotations and all these negative views that you have sort of stop you from aiding this movement that the women behind you really need you to to spearhead i think especially in nigeria wow it's it's really a crazy it's really a crazy space to be um and to see sort of older women older nigerian women our mothers um our aunts you know the things that they say um even like when you're growing up like when they're telling you things like oh you know if you do this you won't get married or right. you're going to be your <laughs> you're going to be your <laughs> husband you're not going to find a husband and it's i mean in fact do you know what i think this is a good place to go into some of our own our own oh, yeah <laughs> like our own stories um gro- growing up especially like Tell me some of the things that you went through, some of the things you noticed, like, growing up. I think the first, (laughs) I want to say red flag, but that's the only way I can put this. (laughs) The first um, situation in which I started thinking about these kind of things was, like, in my household. I don't know if it's happening in a lot of of, um, households or similar households like mine, but, like, my father was put on this, like, pedestal <laughs> he was almost like the the god of the house like yes he was providing for the family you know. he was the cat like he had a special cup that nobody else could drink out of i want to miss her didn't it it yo it was a whole <laughs> silver a silver cup with it looked like a king cup like it was like I a palace <laughs> Exactly. I used to wonder, like, why does this guy have this special cup? And the rest of us, I have to just use the regular, you know, regular, regular plastic and glass cups in the house. But nobody can touch this guy's cup. He has his own special chair. And I was like, why doesn't my mom have her own special chair? Like, that nobody want, like, that nobody can sit on. Like, it was, it was just ringing alarms in my head. Like, yeah, she does all this work as well. Like, she's just as useful to this household as he is, but... He gets all this special treatment. And it just kind of had me thinking like, wow, so when I grow up like this, it's going to be one man that will be having one special silver cup and I can't have my own cup <laughs> that I can't share with other people. John, sorry, I sorry. We'll, we'll get to your own cup, okay? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> As if this cup is really penny. <laughs> it hurts my feelings, man. Ah, I feel like, wow. 
I'm happy to share my coke. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, it's it's interesting. It's interesting that you picked up on that um, because honestly, I don't think I thought about you know like equality for women and men till I was much older. I I think growing up in the kind of household that we did, it kind of made you feel like it made you feel like people were equal. Like you know, mommy worked, all the girls just did their own thing i mean yes there were one or two people who had certain who had like a lot of pressure on them and made certain wrong decisions but if you think if you think about all our sisters pretty much i don't think any of them got married till they were maybe like in their 30s and like way into their 30s and like they all just had their careers they all had things that they were doing like Right. I think I was started living in England. I don't even know the age she thought to get married because she was always just like, <laughs> she was just living her life, getting you know, getting her money, making that paper, and like right. even, even like the person that was closest to our age. I remember a lot of the problems they had with her was, you just want to live your own life. You just want to do this. You don't know the way that you're acting. No man will want to marry you. No, you marry right. a white man. You know, right. all these ridiculous things. And I remember, like, she ran away from home. And it wasn't until I was older, I saw this wow, like, you go, girl. Like, get, you know, get it, sis. Like, do do you. Do what you want to do. And, and it's funny, as kids, we'll be thinking, wow, like, she's just being reward. She's, like, she's not listening to her parents. Yeah. Like, they also do life, but... And it's, it's really interesting to have grown up with, with people like that and with with women like that. And I think another thing that really stood out to me was, yes, we grew up, I mean, when I was older, I think there was only one boy around with us in the house because everyone was so much older and had moved mm-hmm. to England. And I remember that he's, he could cook better than every single one of us. Like, I want to go as far as to say that he could cook better than my mom, but maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration. But he could, he cooked. In fact, he hated them cooking for him because he was so arrogant. He was like, please, this food you're going to cook is not going to be sweet. I want to cook it right. myself. And I also remember when we started, as young as we started doing chores, if you remember, I didn't, I think you might have been a baby then, but at the time, mommy used to divide the house. You, you sweep the staircase. You, this is where you sweep. You, this is where you mop. And when she divided it, it was it was divided between everybody. Like everybody should sweep their own and mop their own. Like at some point, you even be begging, be begging, please now. And you're strong. Help me do this. Help me. <laughs> but you know, everything just it seemed normal. It seemed equal. Yes, there were more boys in the house, but I didn't even feel. Yes, you feel like a girl when the ants come and when they start telling you things like I don't fall down because we used to play. We used to play a ripper, <laughs> like a lot of rough play. Right, getting scars all over your body. You, you were the absolute worst because you didn't even know how to walk, so you were always injuring yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember, like you know, aunties coming to the house, hey, you got these things on your body, eyes. Then you know, I was just ridiculous things. Um, but I never paid attention to those things. I think when I was growing up, I didn't even, I didn't even realize that. I didn't understand what feminism was about. I was like, okay, it's interesting because I never understood this thing to be an issue. Like from where I'm coming from, everyone has always been equal. Um, I didn't really, it wasn't, it wasn't until I grew up, maybe by like secondary school 
when hmm. they started saying things like, oh, this is your skirt, it's short, and you're going to distract boys, I'm like, I don't understand. Is the boy exactly. dog. Same thing. Like, like, they used to make skirts and say, oh, when you're walking up the stairs, you have to just make sure so that no, none of the boys will look under your skirt. And I'm like, oh, so we're just leaving, you know, I just leaving to please the boys. And like, yeah. Like, what do you mean like, you're going to look at my, like, are you joking? Like, maybe you teach them not to look at people's skirts like so ridiculous yeah that that's me it wasn't until like maybe secondary school a levels uni that i actually realized um why this movement was important i think with every with every year as you grow up and with every situation you find yourself you should mm. go a little bit more open-minded to it like when i think about going into the workplace um and by the time I started looking for work, I started to see like lots of stories of girls who say, oh, you know, I went to this place and somebody told me to sleep with them. And you know, I couldn't get this job because of this. Like you, the older you get and the more exposed you get to those things, it gets really scary. And it's like, ah, it's interesting that people still take the piss out of feminism and like people fighting for equality because it's such... It's such an important thing. It's something that affects us in like every part of our lives. And even even men. Like it's interesting that men don't understand that this is also for, for them. My own question is though, like for, for a lot of women that kind of say, you know, we're equal to why the feminism still exists. Like when you hear stories of other women that have been discriminated against, like does that not like bring up any feelings in you? Because me, when I hear other people, like, there are lots of things I haven't experienced, but when I hear that, oh, somebody was, was sexually assaulted or was discriminated against for just being who they are, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm angry. Yeah. Triggered. So how can you sit there and say, I'm triggered, right? How can you sit there and say, like, this, this doesn't exist just because it's not directly affecting me? But, you know, a lot of human beings are like that. It's like, well, I'm just going to sit in my little bubble and as long as this doesn't affect my life, it's okay, it's fine. Like, let's just leave it. Like, I don't want to rock any boots. I don't want to shake any tables. I just want to exist in my little space. Um, And like you said, it's ridiculous because let's even leave people getting sexually assaulted. Because the truth is, for a lot of people that don't care about those things, they probably believe the woman put herself in that situation. They're probably mm. the rape apologists that say things like, eh, was she wearing short skirts? Was she out something nice? You know, why did she go to a boy's house? All of those silly things. Let's even mm. think about just like the, the the little northern girls in Nigeria who are married off as, as child brides and are raped consistently in their marriages. And then, you know, I don't know if you, this was like a couple of years ago, there was this, um, there was this article about some disease that a lot of them were getting i think it was as a result of having kids too early and like i don't know something about it basically destroying their wombs because you know you're like when you are pregnant at the age of 13 like i don't know that your body is ready for that Mm -hmm. um and it's just like when you read those things don't you is it that you can't tie it into this equality we're asking for is it that you don't know all the parameters that it touches on or do you just not care i mean thing is a lot of people's knowledge about feminism is, is from social media and so okay. whatever they do about this group of people that hate men and only live to bash men and say that men are scum then that's what they're going to believe 
like people a lot of people don't do outside research beyond what they see on twitter and on facebook these days so Fair enough. <laughs> how are they gonna know we just all need to educate ourselves because in fact this whole conversation we focused on women and we've actually left out the men i think that's what i was trying to get at before like men that don't even understand how important Bro, I'm even going to stop saying feminism when they say they don't understand how important the equality Equality movement is, right? To them, a lot of men think that feminism is equal to misandry, and they don't understand that you can you can be a feminist and a misandrist, but just because you're a feminist does not mean that you hate men. Like, and they're just scared. (laughs) In fact, feminism has nothing to do with hating men. Exactly. And then you see them make comments about oh, your queen. Your queen deserted the people. We don't say that said single ladies, Beyonce. feminism. This day, she's married with kids. It's like you're not two years old. You can't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's you educate yourself. So, you know, this popular YouTuber, um, I don't want to mention any names, but she's a popular British YouTuber slash Instagram babe that she's like, she's she's popular. She she's one of those Nigerian shoes, or she was one of those Nigerian shoes. And she had kept her pregnancy private and posted a photo on instagram when she gave birth and she literally blew up on, on twitter because people were like wow that this babe that's always telling telling men telling sorry that's always telling women to to cancel men and cancel boys now look at her she has a husband and a child and the thing is she was never preaching cancel men she was preaching women know your worth and leave a man if he cannot deal with with who you are or love you the way yeah. you want to but people on twitter took it as oh ah your feminist queen <laughs> look at her she has she has she has given birth and has your husband at home and you are still fighting for feminism on twitter it's crazy it's crazy that that's people's views and i, I don't know i just think i actually I, I guess it goes back to what you said about propaganda a lot of men are probably just terrified um terrified and forgetting that when we when we say we want equality it's even about them it's about right. them because when we say we don't want gender we, we don't want gender roles to define us it has to do with you as well it has to do with you being able to be emotionally expressive right right because for a lot of men i don't want to generalize but for a lot of black men and nigerian men there's this idea of being a macho man you're not allowed to feel you know emotions are for the women sensitivities for women you're not allowed to feel you're just supposed to be a macho man keep going i mean people don't even speak about things like mental health people just guys just think i'm just going to be strong and i'm going to get through it and it's like yeah right we're building we're just building generations and generations of emotionally stunted (laughs) i don't even know what word to use just emotionally immature men right not only are you building emotionally mature men, you're building men who don't know how to raise children as well. So all you have is a cycle of doom. And what this equality we are fighting for says is you can feel, you can be as emotional and as sensitive as you want to be, communicate, like help yourself feel better and help everybody else feel better. Help raise children that are better, that are more, you know, like, I don't know, man. I don't know why it's so... It seems that something that should be so simple, yet it's so complex. Right. Yeah. So honestly, I think men don't need to be scared about identifying as feminists or, you know, having questions about what feminism is and how 
we can achieve equality because I feel like you just kind of have to start thinking about it. Like thinking deep. Let me let me let me put that in there. Thinking deep about how equality benefits everybody. Like especially right now that there's a lot of, of situations and instances where there's gender-based violence going on and like how that's affecting the women in your life. The women in all your lives. And you mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and just I guess it's even thinking about creating a system that's not rigged against them, creating safe right. spaces for your for your daughters, for your friends, for your sisters, for your mothers, like just creating safe spaces for them, creating a system that does not always work against them. Um, and even just, it can even just be as little as helping out. Like if you think about the fact that, especially in this lockdown period, women were probably now working three or four jobs because not only are you working from home you're homeschooling your child you're taking care of the house and like i feel like in this period for a lot of men they probably just treated it as normal like yeah whatever like i'm still just gonna work and be on phone calls all day and move on Mm. it's like i don't i i just i just hope I mean, I think one of the things that I'm most disappointed about is that I hope that this will be the period with everything going on, that a lot of people will just recognize this and be like, wow, we all need to sort of, we all need to fight for this equality thing because it's such a big deal. This is how much women are suffering. This is how unsafe women are. And then you have people online saying things like the feminist witches, the feminist coven, you don't want. I'm just like, it's, 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 it's a lot of work. That's, that's for sure. I said, I think it's going to take a lot of work. That's for sure. Because, oh, like, yeah. these ideals are so ingrained that just these little things happening in the span of 2020 might not be enough to help some people understand that this is a problem. Like, like the people you are saying on Twitter, like, they're probably like, okay, well, how many people <laughs> have been sexually assaulted that you're going to say? This is, this is a big issue that we need to be worried about. Like, especially Nigerians, they'll say, oh, yeah, we have but... poverty to worry about. So how can no, we start? But isn't, isn't that the issue, though? So I don't know. For me, I'm able to think about this as the issue is less the number. The issue is the system. Like, babe, do you know do you know how long this rape allegation against the band has been on for? They haven't, like, I think maybe once they said they were going to speak to him or whatever. Nothing has happened since then. And do you know what? Do you know what upset me the most about that situation? If the roles were reversed, the band sings about sex all the time. He's always naked and taking off his clothes. He's always been unruly and hypersexual. If that was a woman, best believe that it does nothing else matters. If they raped her, she went there to have sex. Nobody raped her. That that would be the conversation, right? right? So for somebody that is clear, based on his music and based on the way that they look at women, surely it's also clear that he can rape somebody. He's not always singing about the cocoa. I'm going to give her the cocoa. Like she's asking. So when you think about it like that, it's like, (laughs) keep keep that energy. Like keep the energy. Like don't now, what? Because he's a superstar, like, or, like, it's just crazy. It's like, and I don't know how this doesn't scare people because it seems so far away. But God forbid, it, it could be it could be somebody in your family. Do you know that when the girl first came out, one of my male friends um, 
there was something we had gone to in i think 2017 maybe 16 i can't remember it was some um bank i think it was the bank of industry end of year party and the band had performed and when he was performing um you know this whole bringing girls on stage thing so somehow i think he had pointed at me and my friends were screaming and you know they basically pulled me up on stage and he was singing to me and he was ah, i was off on our games whatever and it's done right we get off the stage and then he sent somebody to come and ask me for my number and maybe asked where I, like if i was staying here because i think it was nico to ask if i was staying here just random things like that and i was just like please like i don't understand was this, this thing like i i was drunk i wasn't even in i didn't care for what was going on <laughs> and then the guy left and i think he maybe he went to my friend and then he came back i think he said he was he was Tibanji's manager something 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 and he then was talking about how oh you know he doesn't that oh no he just thinks I'm cool. I shouldn't take it as anything. This, this, that, that, that. So I was like, ah, okay, whatever. Here's the number. And then when maybe like the next, it was at the weekend, maybe like the next week, he would then be sending me messages about hanging out, random stuff like that. And my male friend was the one responding. Like he would always, we always just sit down together and just laugh and like respond, like no biggie. Because we worked together as well. Mm-hmm. And he just called me and he was like, he was like, Tony, like, this thing actually sounds like a pattern. Like, she this girl that he said he met. Maybe he met her also somewhere he went to perform. Sent somebody else to go and collect her number or to speak to her. And then hmm. he found out where she was staying. This, this, that, that, that. And, like, I'm not saying that that's enough for him to... For you to say he raped somebody. No. But I'm saying he actually just has a pattern of right. being a womanizer. And if that is somebody's pattern why is that not enough for you to actually hold them and say okay let's actually conduct whatever it is they conduct to find out <laughs> to find out how true or untrue this is but nobody is even dancing on social media mm-hmm. i'm just like how insulting is this like and it's not just to the girl that says that he raped her it is to for me it is it's, a, it's an insult to womanhood in general <laughs> Honestly, you know that if you have power in Nigeria, like <laughs> you are, you are, you are above, above any law, any rule. I'm sure he has paid off God knows how many people to get the story covered, like, like, like that. And that's how we just silence, silence the victim, pretend like he, nothing really happened. to just make it shit up because he's the band. Yeah, I and mean, look at all the stuff she's had to go through, like in the courts of public opinion, and just people making it seem like, eh, how. How 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 will you say he raped you? You just want to bring him down. You just right. He's, and it's like why? Like how can she just wake up in a house and want to bring the band? What's her business <laughs> with him and bringing him down? Like the whole thing, it actually stresses me. Actually, really really stresses me. And I just think, I think that these misconceptions, all this, eh, the way you dress, will make a man do this to you, or even just the misconceptions about like feminists and just you guys are too aggressive what are people fighting for you guys it's it's it just everybody just needs to actually be able to i think one educate yourself right there are lots of things to read there are lots of things to watch there are lots of things to subscribe to just to <laughs> understand it's true just to understand like read people's stories understand some of the things that people have been through 
Un speak to your friends, speak to your female friends. Understand the things that they've been through or they're going through. Open your mind, be vigilant. Because, I mean, I think it was Chimamanda in one of her speeches, she had talked about um, her and her friend, that she was trying to prove to him how society doesn't respect her. And I think there was a time they went to a restaurant and they came out and she gave money to the guy who parked her. And then he said, thank you, sir. Thank you, Oga. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, but I, like, I don't understand. And these things happen on the daily. Yeah, like, do you know, in my office, there's security guards I don't greet. Because if I go, so if I go into the lift with a guy, for example, if I come somewhere with a guy, um, they will usually say good afternoon, sir. So I just, I just don't greet them. Because I'm like, it's only the sad that's here. So, you know, I might as well just leave you. There are times where I've gone out with my friends and, you know, they bring the bill and they put it in front of the man. And I'm like, you have to pay. <laughs> they, <laughs> they told you yeah, they won't pay. So you better pay because God forbid it's my money that I used to pay for this food. You are paying. So just pay them and let's be going. Honestly, I've heard a story like that. One of my friends was telling me that somebody had gone to a restaurant. It was a, a woman, of course. She went to a restaurant by herself. And she got there, sat down. She was alone. And the seller was just assuming that she was waiting for some ogre like he was just waiting like oh where's your guys your guy coming blah 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 and she's like so i can't come to this restaurant yeah. on my own and like pay for myself like <laughs> like do you do you want to find me the ogre since, since you, you you supposedly are waiting for him like i think nigerian society we just women are still seen as second class that's what it is we all collectively just need to do better one of the things that we are good at doing in nigeria is making a joke out of everything or turning things around and you know there's this whole movement on now everybody's saying i'm a proud member of the feminist coven i'm a feminist which this this and whilst i like that and i think that's great energy because you know we're taking this bad thing and we spun it around and that's what we're good at doing i also mm -hmm. feel like there's an element of just let not letting it die like that an element of challenging everyone men and women around you to just do better like i said just find ways to educate yourself like this thing is all around you it's all around we, we go and experience learn. it go and so, learn about all people go and learn about all the people in our history for the people that keep saying that feminism is a western thing that's only for the white people that doesn't affect nigerians go and learn about all the women in Nigeria's history that we were never taught about <laughs> in secondary school yeah. and elementary school, like um, Margaret Echo, Oyekwa Abayomi, exactly. Like, there's history, there's feminist history in Nigeria. So, <laughs> you, it's, you take it upon yourself to, to go and to learn. I think that's it from us in our little rant. <laughs> 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 that's it from us. Um, yeah. Yeah, do you want any any other parting words for the listeners? I think my biggest parting parting statement will be for the men out there, don't be scared to join the feminist movement because it's for you too. Um be a feminist witch, be a be a feminist <laughs> a, a feminine man. I like own it. And keep it moving because the feminist movement is not going to die anytime soon. So for all the people yeah. That are hating <laughs> and 
spreading misinformation it's not going to work we will, we, we will prevail <laughs> we <definitely> will <laughs> okay guys so I guess it's till next time on two house stories peace love